You're listening to the Cubicle CEO Podcast, episode 111. If you receive my weekly podcast text on Mondays, then you have today's guest to thank for keeping you up to speed. Sam Safer is co-founder and COO of Norby, a venture-backed startup building the marketing stack for creators, community leaders, and emerging brands. Although she's currently changing the social tech space for creators like us, her resume spans working for startups like Bulletin and legacy brands like the VNA and the Metropolitan Museum of Art as well as many entrepreneurial endeavors pre-Norby, including a published book, a sales and marketing agency, and her own fashion jewelry line all under her belt. Today, Sam will be sharing how creators and brands use Norby's innovative social tools to 10x the number of people participating in their product launches, skyrocket their click-through rates in their LinkedIn bios, and get their community to spread the word for them through Norby's referrals feature. Welcome to the Cubicle to CEO podcast. I'm your host and marketing minimalist, Ellen Yin. I'm a first-generation Asian-American founder who profitably grew my business to $1 million by age 26 with no funding or debt. Now I'm on a mission to share what I've learned to help you scale your own impact and income. Whether you're trying to escape an actual cubicle or breaking out of a figurative box that has kept you stuck, we're giving you access to the best and brightest minds in business on our show every Monday. Listen in as these leaders impart their wisdom, inspiration, and encouragement to empower you to become the CEO of your dream business and life. Hey, Sam, I am so thrilled to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Me too. So the first thing we start with um, on every episode is what is your cubicle to CEO story? What is that moment in time where you took the leap from employee to entrepreneur? This was quite a few years ago now. Um, I had been working at the Metropolitan Museum of Art um, for the Met store. And I really honestly thought it was like the pinnacle. It was like my dream job. And although it was like absolutely super wonderful in so many ways, um, you know, towards the end of my second year there, I realized it probably wasn't the like best fit, which was very sad. Um, and eventually I left, um, another colleague of mine, um, left at the same time, Susan, and we kind of like spent what we call, we kind of like joke about like our like retirement summer, um, just doing a lot of like swimming in the local public pool and on walks and applying for jobs and doing a lot of like talking about what we wanted our future to look like. And we ultimately decided um, starting a uh, like boutique sales representation and kind of like marketing and consulting agency was the way to go. So yeah, we kind of just honestly jumped in and we had about, I don't know, I can't remember now, five or six months of ideating, creating the brand, signing on customers. Um, we, different kind of brands and makers, we started our own jewelry and accessory line. And that was my big kind of, you know, cubicle to CEO moment prior to Norby. 
Yeah. And I was just going to say, Norby is not your first rodeo as an entrepreneur, which is pretty exciting. And that's obviously the focus of our conversation today. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into that case study, I just, I feel like anytime anyone talks about the Metropolitan you know, Museum of Art, people are like, oh, you mean the Met Gala, you know? <laughs> and then they get really excited, especially um, the coverage this year. I'm sure you've seen all the memes. Um, pretty, yeah. pretty entertaining. Did you ever work the gala or get to attend as an employee? I'm curious. Um, did not get to work the gala, no, or attend as an employee, no. Um, but we did, um, my team and so many others, um, you know, we did get to work on bringing the, um, you know, retail vision to life um, and the like commercial expression of that. And that was really, really very exciting from doing, you know, super cool, amazing kind of collabs with, you know, Vogue CFDA winners um, to creating different types of partnerships, uh, helping, um, you know, contributing to the overall kind of like visual vision with, um, both the GM of like buying and merchandising, as well as the creative director, bringing that all to life in the, in the kind of, you know, store and spaces and what the like online world really looked like, as well as how you brought that alive in, um, a direct to consumer catalog, that was always really, really amazing. And they're like little mini projects in amongst themselves. Very, I mean, very stressful, but like the whole entire museum from like curatorial to marketing and membership and sponsorship, it's it's a really huge, amazing effort to bring all of that alive and welcome, you know, I think some, when I was there, I think one of the exhibitions, it was like two or 3 million visitors. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing. Wow. And... Yeah, certainly, certainly a collaborative effort. What I'm so impressed by is you're really a Renaissance woman. I feel like a modern Renaissance woman. You have so many talents. You, you know, your background, um, a lot of your background is in fashion and art. And like you mentioned, that first leap from cubicle to CEO or employee to entrepreneur um, was was founding that marketing agency alongside of your friend and then also coming out with your own jewelry line, which is also so impressive. So why, why Norby then? Like what made you decide to take what was working well for you and co-found a brand new company during the pandemic of all times? So even before, so the beginning of 2020, even before the, um, honestly, like the pandemic hit, I was thinking a little bit about of a, a career pivot. You know, I was thinking about, um, what it might be like to be running the current business that we were um, running and potentially having a family and resources to do that and time, as well as, you know, part of our business was uh, retail and wholesale. And you can read all of the headlines. And, you know, we really started a huge sales wrapping um, and wholesale business during like the almost like the retail apocalypse. So there was a lot of that kind of going on. Um, and I was thinking about potentially looking into kind of like product management um, on the tech side. I had been consulting for Bulletin, which is a um, retail tech company, and really, really loving that and getting to, you know, work with product and the engineers and marketing and merchandising 
and it was a super, super amazing experience. So just gears were running, um, you know, had done all of our trade shows, had just like, you know, signed on a new consulting contract and stuff. And then COVID hit. And honestly, within a matter of like, you know, you hear the story all the time right now, you know, within a matter of a couple days, we had honestly lost like 85% of ourselves. Like we were literally shipping all of our product, like all of our orders, like the next kind of week consulting contracts and stuff got canceled and I ended up with a lot of time on my hands. Um, yeah. And kind of like took a beat and was like, all right. Um, and I was chatting to Allie Kriegsman, who is one of the co-founders and COO of Bulletin and was just talking about like a pivot or product management and stuff. And she was like, you know, you should probably, you know, chat with my partner, Nick. And I had met Nick, who's now one of my co-founders, a few years ago, um, just very like casually for like literally probably five minutes at like a holiday party. And, you know, we had a really, really great call. We were talking about a bunch of things. Um, you know, he had worked in tech for, for years as a software engineer and a PM. And I then like through talking with Nick had met Steve. They, you know, had worked together. Um, I've been a former colleague, worked on a couple of projects together, actually been roommates at one point. So we had some extra time on our hands. And as an experiment, we ended up building and launching a culture calendar website during COVID and like an online events newsletter. And that community really took off. And we quickly had like a long list of inbounds, like asking about the tools and, you know, how we were managing like all the events and you can get a text when those events were happening. It was like super, super cool. And really, honestly, like as that list grew um, and more and more kind of like brands and communities were like actually asking for the like tech and the solution. They're like, can you just copy and paste this? We were like, okay, I actually think we have like a real business opportunity here to really help people like build and manage and grow operations like our own. Like we were honestly like building tools for like our own community. So yeah, we eventually wound that down. Um, and then, you know, really started to focus on building tooling for, you know, creators and brands and community builders and kind of like, here we are like under, I guess about a year, under a year later. Well, I mean, and just as someone who was introduced to Norby, you know, a few months ago and has been using it religiously for months for, well, since the first time I heard of it, I don't even remember when that was, but it has been such a massively helpful tool. And I think, you know, it's incredible that you were able to create this from a direct need from people who are reaching out and saying, I love the functionality of, you know, what I'm experiencing as a user. Can I utilize this as a creator? So for context, before we go into the case study, just so everybody understands what Norby is, give us the quick 30 second rundown. Who is Norby for? What does it do? Um, What are the features of this tool that people should know about? Totally. Um, Norby is a full stack marketing platform for creators, brands, community builders. And ultimately we're putting your link in bio, your SMS, your newsletters, events, and landing pages all into one place. 
We're letting you customize like every single detail of it. So it's like literally just right for your brand, look and feel your voice. And it honestly, we make it all work very beautifully together in one place. So, you know, if you want the like X for Y, it's like the best bits of like the Linktree, Eventbrite, community lead pages all into one. We're giving you all those analytics, which is super, super important. And, you know, ultimately we are for those people who want to own their own audience, right? It is 2021 and we all need social platforms. And, you know, these are really, really, really big tech companies, but ultimately they own that relationship. And the algorithm isn't always necessarily your friend. Um, (laughs) To put it it frankly, right? Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, you know, we we need those social tools ourselves too. Um, But we're really trying to look to transform your audience from like a number on your profile into relationships that you actually like can control. Um, You know, we want to help you you know, get to know your followers so you can collect custom information. And we want to be able to really help you kind of like grow your community and like give you the power to reach them in the ways that you want to when you want to, you know? So that's our kind of big mission to be able to get you to own your own audience and giving you the tools and the infrastructure to be able to do that. I resonate with that so much, especially what you said about transforming that connection with your audience from just being a number on your profile to a true relationship. I feel like Norby does such a great job of prioritizing people and relationships and their tools. Even, I mean, just wow. I mean, you guys blow us away with your customer service. Anytime we have feedback on the product, anytime we're requesting a feature, the the, the level of response and care that you give to every single inquiry is beyond what we've experienced anywhere else. And so... That's like really, truly heartwarming. We work very, very hard to provide that level of support. I mean, ultimately, I still have my jewelry line. Nick and Steve are also creators. Like we are... We we use our own tools too. We use our own tools at Norby um, and like within our own kind of creator endeavors. And like we need we need us all to be successful. Yeah, I love that. That collaborative mindset is so important. All right, we're back for a lightning round with Sam. I'm going to ask her three simple questions. And Sam, you have 30 seconds on the clock to answer whatever comes to your mind. Question number one, morning person or night person? Night person. Yes. I mean, night person. I do my best work late at night. Everything's really quiet. You can just, yeah, concentrate. It's just me, computer, music, late <laughs> night, gotta get into it. Yeah. I am with you. Even though these days I feel like I get tired way earlier than I used to, of course, that that's just part of growing up, right? But I'm still, I'm definitely still that night owl and my best thinking comes to me at night. So amen with you, sister. Okay. Number two, what strange food pairings do you love that no one else understands? I don't think I have any strange food pairings, to be honest. My favorite food pairing is... Yeah. Tomato and mozzarella. Tomato is like a desert island food for me. Yes. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. I, I agree. Tomato, fresh tomato and fresh mozzarella. Oh my God, nothing better. And, and a little bit of basil. Mm. Mm-hmm. Perfect combo. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying though. I don't feel like I necessarily have 
super strange food combos either. Although I, I don't know if you like watched Parent Trap growing up, but um, <laughs> you know how they like dip their Oreos in peanut butter? That was something I always like took from that. <laughs> so I, that's not a strange food pairing, but it just comes to mind. Anyways. Okay. Last question in the lightning round. What is your least favorite word? Panties. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> we'll say, I feel like that's in the top five. Yeah. You know, it's usually like panties, moist. Um, those are like the two that I hear the most. So awesome. Sam, you killed it. Thanks for joining us. So let's talk about Harper Sage. Uh, uh, they are a fashion line that uses Norby and and the tools, and they have 10x the number of people who are part of their launch who are participating in their launches um, through utilizing Norby's SMS campaign alert feature. So this is fascinating to me because I think we all in this in like you mentioned like in in this space because we don't own the relationship with every single audience member. And because social media, especially um, a lot of our reach is, is dictated by the algorithms, right? Mm -hmm. For each individual platform. I think it's so amazing when you can give someone a direct line of access between them and their audience member, right? Not dependent on any algorithm where you know for certain, Hey, if I send out a text, it's launch day, it's going to end up texting every single person's phone number who has signed up for this announcement and it's not going to get lost in in the feed. So from an intention awareness perspective, Harper Sage was struggling from my understanding because they they were not able to communicate with their full audience since not everybody who was following them on social media was on their email list. And the barrier to entry for a lot of those followers to convert them to email subscribers was that they didn't necessarily want to sign up for a regular weekly newsletter, or they didn't want to give their number to a company that they maybe hadn't developed a deep relationship with yet. So how did Norby overcome that with the one-time alert? Like, Tell us about that feature. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so interesting. I think you hit upon it as well with you know a lot of the... SMS features like out on the market right now, you're just kind of like, you might have had like one small interaction with a brand and then they're just like, give you like, give us your phone number. Right. Um, And it can feel like, Oh my God, like how many times are you going to be texting me? Are you going to be spamming me? Like, do I actually really want this? And so what I think is really great, like, of course you can use uh, Norby's SMS feature for like an all up, you know, just sign up for general like SMS announcements and email and stuff. But I think the like really amazing key insight here is Harper Sage was really able to um, leverage just like a one-time sign up and be able, and so, you know, it's an easy kind of light touch way to be like, hey, you're, we're only going to text you about this one product launch or this one particular piece of information or kind of content because you opted into that. And so it's just like a really easy lightweight kind of risk-free way to be able to like test that. And so I think it's really amazing that they, you know, were able to solve for that with this feature. So it really was like 
you know, they got a one-time alert. It was for, you know, a new product launch and they were able to get people to sign up. They can use the confirmation of the sign up to use their kind of voice, drive some excitement around that. And then ultimately within like two clicks, be able to send an SMS campaign track their kind of click-throughs. And yeah, it was like literally incredible that 10 times as many people, they were able to drive on that product launch day. It's incredible. It absolutely is. And for any of you who are loyal podcast listeners who have signed up for a podcast referral rewards program, then you're already familiar with Norby, even if you didn't realize you were utilizing Norby. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the the sign up process that Sam is referring to is literally as simple as two clicks. If you guys know, when you go to ellenyen.com slash superfan, there's that, you know, there's that little um, opt-in form. And then you just put in your number, Norby texts you a confirmation code, you add that in. And then sometimes it'll auto-populate your name if it already remembers you, or if you know it's your first time, you'll put your name in there and then boom, you're signed up for that specific segment, which for us as a business has been so uh so customizable because we're able to, like Sam said, send messages or send information to a specific segment of our audience who has opted in to say, yes, I want to receive texts about podcast episodes, or yes, I want to receive texts about this upcoming live class and only that live class. So it really respects the autonomy and consent right, of your audience members, but also allows you to reach them directly where they're always looking, which is their phone likely. So yeah. That is really, really powerful. Um, I know something else that Harper Sage was able to to benefit from using Norby was uh, their social referral. So, like when they change their LinkedIn bio to Norby's LinkedIn bio, their click through rates went through the roof. I mean, it doubled in six months. Talk, talk to us a little bit about like what what is different about Norby's LinkedIn bio compared to the popular alternatives out there like Linktree? We really give you pure design kind of freedom. It can feel really, really native um, to your brand. And you're able, I think just being able to customize it in your look and feel, be able to control your like CTAs, have that in your own brand voice, as well as really very easily and quickly whip up different landing pages for, you know, you might have a different audience that comes off of your Instagram versus your Pinterest versus your TikTok versus your Twitter. You can reorganize and like rejuge your content um, depending on what you're trying to optimize for, for that particular audience. Um, and you can, you know, have beautiful full blown images. You can really customize that whole look and feel. And I think, you know, through the different like signup widgets, through different links, events, et cetera, you can really quickly with like, you know, the three seconds of attention that you get from um, a social follower, um, be able to have that interaction, whether that's, you know, collecting an email or collecting a sign up for a product launch or having them click through to a blog post. And I think what's really cool is like on the back end in terms of analytics, what's really powerful is you can see your users or your audience, or your community's follower flow. So you can see really where they're clicking and what might be working for you and what's not. And you can really quickly, like, I mean, literally drag and drop um, 
within a few seconds, like optimize your page to basically end up like optimizing for that kind of like social conversion to your website, to your product, to your, you know, your podcast, whatever user journey, wherever you need them to go, whatever you're optimizing for, you can kind of get them there, but in a really, really beautiful branded way that just feels like uniquely you. I mean, you don't get that with um, some of the other competitors in the space. I think data is really the value point in in our information age, right? The more you understand your people, the better you're able to reach them and serve them. So give us a little deeper dive into that piece. I'm curious um, if if someone were to go and sign up for Norby today for a creator plan and, you know, they set up their, their first uh, link in bio or their landing page with you guys, what advice would you give them or tips would you give them in terms of, okay, here's how I would look at your data. Here's how I would use that information to then make changes. Can you give us like maybe an example walkthrough of that for people who are newer to looking at that type of information or analytics and and letting that inform their, their marketing decisions? Sure. First and foremost, look at your page views and you can see, you know, the traffic that's being driven from your link in bio And then you'd want to, you know, depending on the different pieces of content that are on your page, you would look at the analytics on like your links or or your signups. You can start to see, okay, like you're getting this many uniques and you're getting this many total clicks on a particular link. You might say, okay, that's looking like a little bit soft or I thought that might be higher. You could then rearrange the links if you wanted to drive more traffic to one particular piece of content than another, you can also look at your signups as well. You can see how many people who've signed up. If you were collecting like custom information to get to know um, your audience or your followers or your community members a little bit better, you can kind of dig deeper into that. If you, you know, would want to elevate the sign up, you might move that from like the bottom of your page to the top of your page. So we're giving you insight to be able to make like informed decisions based on what you might want to be like tracking to. That's just like, you know, on the kind of content level. Um, We can also show you who might be like referring you out and you know, as you know, you know, you're running your referral program. So it's really, really powerful to see, okay, you know, this person's almost like a brand evangelist. They're sharing us out with their friends, their folks, their community. And, you know, they've shared three times, maybe there were zero conversions or actually there was a conversion. And so you can really start to see and kind of what your orbit is kind of looking like and be able to make informed decisions to grow that. And then again, you know, as I was talking about the follower flow, it's so powerful. It's really, you know, we use it all the time. It's really incredible to see. You're like, oh my God, okay. Like this particular user's journey looks like X, Y, and Z versus another user's journey looks a little bit different. Okay. Like what do we have going on here and how can we make that user journey better? So you can use the analytics and apply them in different ways depending on, you know, what your business is, your vertical, et cetera, and ultimately what you want to try to be driving to. But it is really, really powerful stuff.
So what I'm hearing is you're really looking at patterns, right? And and yeah. pulling out what Sam said, it's not just about you know, in general, your collective community is ranking maybe this particular link or page um, much higher than the other ones. Like if, you know, your top visited web pages as X, Y, Z, but also like Sam um, pointed out, you can actually dig into the individual journeys of the user. So you could, if I was, you know, one of your, um, in your Norby orbit, you could click on my profile and be like, oh, okay, so Ellen first discovered us from this sign up form. And then she clicked these three links, you know, a week later, and then she sent it to a friend. And then the friend ended up signing up with us. So that level of, of detail, I feel like is really not commonplace um, as far as tracking people across multiple platforms or multiple channels for communication. And so that was what drew me to Norby initially was I was like, wow, this kind of data, like I need to get my hands on this. So talk to us a, a little bit more about the social referrals. Um, because I feel like that truly is that that word of mouth, that brand evangelist uh, strategy that you were talking about really is key to, to growing your community and driving, you know, higher launch numbers, all of the things. So when someone signs up for something and they get their own unique referral link, they can send out that link to their friends, obviously, to refer them to whatever piece of content they just signed up for. And then that friend can, in turn, also sign up through that creator's um, platform. What examples do you have, you know, outside of Harper Sage, what examples come to mind of other Norby users who have really just gone all in on this social referral feature and been able to utilize it successfully to either grow their communities or grow their businesses? Earlier this year, Bulletin, which is a retail tech marketplace, they hosted their first virtual trade show using Norby. And what was super cool is they, it was a three-day trade show and each day was kind of themed with some really amazing um, events open to their brands, retailers, and the public more generally. Um, but like really uh, topical kind of like deep dives with leading experts, et cetera. And so by using Norby, by using the referral feature as well as like the events suite uh, within Norby, Every sign up, you get your user URL to be able to share out. And so they were able to track referrals both from their wider brand and retailer community, as well as the more kind of like general public. And what's also super cool is they had their panelists and participants RSVP too. So they then themselves get their unique link and then they can share out to their community. So you can also see the uh, panelists and leaders who are participating in the program, who they're bringing to, which I know is so, so important to a lot of different um, brands, potentially, you know, when you're doing this type of programming, which is really great. Um, and, you know, a different use case is just, you know, with, for instance, Sad Girls Club. So they're a nonprofit who work with like Gen Z and uh, millennials around mental health. They have some really amazing soul sessions. And, you know, they were able to grow their signups more generally um, and be able to see the referral effect too. You get a sign up. Right after you sign up, you get a unique link, which is great. You can copy it and quickly text it out. WhatsApp it out, share it out, and drive more signups to a friend if you want to kind of like 
come to an event or, you know, get some more information on something that would hopefully kind of benefit you um, in the future. So it's a really powerful, really, really amazing tool. And I mean, you use it as well. Totally. And for us, you know, the the biggest piece, uh, the biggest game changer has been we're able to identify, like you said, who our number one brand advocates are so that we can directly reach out to them and say, you know, thank you for sending 10 people to our podcast this week. And how can we develop a deeper relationship with Love you? Love that. Yes. Yeah. And being able to identify those brand evangelists, those brand advocates, your super fans, if you will, you want to be able to do that in your business and nurture those relationships. And to Sam's earlier point um, with bulletin and how they're utilizing it at their events to help their speakers and their panelists share the event. And especially as events are coming back, I think that if you are going to run a live event, you definitely want to know how do people hear about your event, right? That's going to be how you're going to grow your event. Um, Even if you're doing virtual things, back to our original case study about the launch, if you're doing a live launch, you want to know how do people find out about your launch so that you can tap into those traffic sources the next time and invest in them more. And another feature of Norby that I personally love on the event side, and Sam, feel free to speak more to this, but I love that you guys don't take on an additional event or uh, sorry, uh, an additional platform fee for ticketing. So you can sell tickets to your event directly through Norby. And unlike Eventbrite, they're not going to take a percentage of your sales. It's just whatever's the normal processing, you know, credit card processing fee that's standard across all platforms. But Norby is not taking an additional cut of your funds. So if you want to keep more of the money that you're making from events, definitely consider switching over from a, a platform like Eventbrite to Norby. Yeah, um, that's on our uh, brand plan, which is $20 a month. There's no ticketing fees. Um, and with that, you get actually like 500 SMS, 100 MMS, 25,000 email on that 0% ticketing fees. You charge $10, you get $10. Um, you know, we want to be for the creators, for the brands. You, you know, you are spending a lot of time and energy developing uh, content building and generating leads. Um, and ultimately, you know, if you get them down to the bottom of that funnel, you should be keeping that money. I love it. I love how you guys are really empowering creators to take control of their businesses. And Sam mentioned the the brand plan. That's the plan that we use, the $20 a month. Um, but people can get started on Norby for way less, right? $5? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. $5 a month. Um, and we have a 14-day, two-week free trial. Um, and yeah, on that $5 brand plan, you get your own phone number, which is super cool. And then it's pay as you go. So pay as you go SMS, pay as you go email, um, really, really easy, you know, pay for what you use. Otherwise if you don't want to use it, it's all cool. And then you get like all the customization, go ham on it. You got three landing pages and one team member on the brand plan. You can have unlimited landing pages, team collaboration, those like slight differences. But yeah, you can get started for for just $5. Amazing.
All right, Sam, my last question for you, as for all our guests, is what does being a CEO mean to you? Someone who is uh, motivating and can inspire their team to produce amazing work. And I think ultimately, it's something I think about every day. It's amazing. And I think honestly, like an honor to be able to build a team next to um, Nick and Steve, my co-founders, just to bring them into this conversation. I think we eat, we like make a really amazing dynamic team. I'm so grateful for them. And we each have our own ways that we lead. And I'm constantly learning from both of them, honestly, all the time. And um, in awe of like what the three of us can achieve. And I think really great leaders are also like inclusive too. And you're, you know, you're bringing people along with you and kind of, you know, steering them. And hopefully you're able to provide amazing products and services for your users and your community that you're building. Absolutely. And honestly, Sam, my favorite part of what you said is that you think about this question every day, right? Like, every, like in the shower, <laughs> when I go to sleep, after team calls or going into them, um, you know, we think Stephen, Nick and I talk a lot about like, you know, we're, we're a new, we're a startup, we're a new business and things move really, really fast and they pivot and change a lot. But we ultimately are constantly talking about like our leadership and the type of culture we're, we're creating. And, you know, you want people to feel excited and motivated, but also like safe and, you know, just be able to feel like they, are, you know, have opportunities for, for growth as well. It's, it's all the things. It's a lot, but it's great. I know it's, it's a journey. It's truly the journey or adventure of a lifetime. So great answer. Thank you so much, Sam. If you guys want to connect more with Sam and like I said, she really is a Renaissance woman. So if you want to know all of all the things that she has her hands in, make sure you connect with her, say hi on Instagram at Sam Aaron Safer. I'll also include it of course below and then make sure you connect with Norby on Instagram too, at by Norby. And we'll have that link for you to test Norby out yourself for 30 days. If you guys want to check it out, that will also be below in the show notes. So Sam, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This week's listener shout out goes to Becky Morkecho. She wrote, listen to this podcast. Ellen is an inspiration and has such incredible content. Thanks for sharing your light with the world. Becky, thank you for sharing your amazingly kind review with us. Any of you who have not left us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts yet, it would mean the world to me if you would take a moment of your time today to do so. And also, if you are not part of our podcast referral rewards program yet, make sure you sign up for that too. It takes 10 seconds. Just go to ellenyin.com forward slash superfan. Once you're signed up, you will get a unique referral link. And yes, this is all hosted through Norby. So you can experience the magic of Norby from the user side by going through this process. But once you're listening to an episode and you want to share it with a friend, if you use your own referral link, we will give you referral credit if that person ends up also signing up. And you can redeem your referrals for some awesome prizes. So if you want to learn more about our rewards program, just go to ellenyin.com forward slash superfan. Thank 
you again for tuning in to the Cubicle to CEO podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can help support this podcast in one of three ways. One, post a screenshot of this episode to your IG story and tag me at Miss Ellen Yin so I can repost you. Two, share this podcast with a friend. And three, leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and reach more listeners. Please make sure to also subscribe so you don't miss out on new weekly episodes coming to you every Monday. And friends, until next time, keep dreaming big. Thank you.